Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Section 10 Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jared Carabas and Pete Blackburn. What's up and welcome back to the Section 10 Podcast, Episode 60, the Scott Schoenweiss episode presented by Barstool Sports. It is the home of your American League East champion, Boston Red Sox. My name is Jared Carabas, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is Pete Blackburn, and he's five foot tall, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room, Steve how you doing? What up, what up, Section 10 in the building? In the mother fucking building. And honestly, you guys were not in the building this past weekend. No, you we weren't at the Wilbur. You weren't at Royale. But I got asked about 50 million fucking times, where's Pete? Where's Steve? Where are your boys at? I was like, we really, we should be a package deal, but it wasn't this weekend, unfortunately. Even I feel like even if I asked Pete, he would not have been there. Correct? I told you that I would go if I if I didn't have to pay for the tickets. I wasn't trying to pay. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Right, which I I probably could have. I probably I don't know. I definitely, I mean, Friday night was sold out. Friday night sold out in like an hour tops. There was like eleven hundred seats. Talking about KFC Radio, by the way, for those who don't know, that was the uh, show at the Wilbur in Boston with Feidelberg, KFC, Big Cat, and um, it was pretty awesome. It was actually, uh, it it was, not that I had low expectations, but it was better than what I thought it was going to be because, I mean, having a show in front of 1,100 people at a theater in Boston, it's tough to pull off when you're a podcast. Like yeah. to, it's not stand up. It's not performance art. It was literally just three dudes sitting on a couch, uh, talking about like jerking off. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's tough to pull that off for an hour and a half, and they did so, uh, or for two nights actually. So that was a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I was disappointed that you guys didn't come because you know, the after party was a lot of where's Pete, where's Steve. I mean, it's what it is. I, I listened today. It, it was pretty hilarious. And you bring up a valid point. It's so hard. It's got to be so hard for those guys to be funny in front of that many people. Like when you listen to a podcast, it's very easy to laugh by yourself when you're driving to work or listen on your phone. But to make that many people laugh being bloggers and just doing KFC radio normal voicemails, that's impressive. They did a really good job. Yeah. One question I had for you real quick was the the cut off arm guy. Was there a guy that really cut his yeah. arm? That was real. <laughs> Um, I, the rumor that I heard was that it was like a shark attack. I don't think he actually cut his arm off, but there was a guy there with no fucking arm. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. That was pretty crazy because they get a voicemail about like, would you ever cut your arm off if you got stuck in a bullet? And this guy's like, I my arm has been cut off. Like I was like, what the <laughs> hell's going on right now? Yeah, straight up no arm. But uh, yeah, it, it was a good time. They put on a good show. Fans were happy. Lots of uh, um, a lot of girls there. 
I was surprised. I mean, they, they, I guess what they said was that a lot of girls do listen to their show because, um, it's the only place where they can get straight up like legit guys. And it's not like some like bullshit column at right, the Boston Club or something like 100% that. 100% honesty. <laughs> right. A lot, a lot you can't of get that anywhere else. else. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I, I'm impressed just because of the fact that this isn't like a small bar like a small dive bar or a small comedy club or anything like that. Like the Wilbur is one of the most famous comedy venues in the country. Like mm-hmm. people dream of playing at the Wilbur and that place is so nice and it's fucking huge. So to perform there is fucking crazy. Good for them. Yeah. 1100, 1100 both nights sold out. That's crazy for, Good for them. Three dudes for a fucking a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got there early on Friday and uh, we were, they had fucking t-shirt cannons. So was awesome. we were just dicking around with the t-shirt cannons and because uh, we didn't know, like, I mean, the Wilbur, like I said, it, it seats over a thousand people, but they're pretty close to you. So I, mean, I was going to say like, the cannons are for like huge upper decks and arenas, not for like a like, theater. Yeah. The t-shirt cannon <clears throat> is for like the garden where you want to reach fucking top tank. <laughs> so I mean, we were firing these things off. We're like, we could legitimately like fucking kill somebody with one of these things. I would love to just fire a t-shirt cannon straight into somebody's fucking grill <laughs> from like thirty feet away. Just blast them in the nose. Oh god! So I think like the, the way that it works. I think it's like psi. It's like five hundred psi, and we were testing it out at like two hundred. And it was like it went to the fucking back row at like a thousand miles an hour. Like it would have killed someone if you did it on full blast, um, which was tremendous. They still like the funniest part of the night was like watching them because <laughs> the first night they kind of like scheduled it. Like at this point, we're going to uh, we're going to break out the T-shirt cannons. And then the second night, <clears throat> I think what they did was because they had like the PowerPoint presentation behind them and they have like the voicemails that they do and like Millmore and I think Charlie Wisco put together some like video production part of it to, you know, help out the presentation. And I think like they just finished up a question and out of nowhere, Kevin was like, fire in the hole. <laughs> it just fucking shoots off a t-shirt into the crowd. So yeah, they had surprise t-shirts. That was great. Um, obviously KFC radio lives on, but Dan's no longer going to be on the show. Um, so it was cool. Like the second night, Feidelberg's dad showed up. I know that, that meant a lot to those guys. And uh, yeah, good turnout. Good turnout. Good crowd at the after parties. I mean, I was uh, I was talking with KFC, I think a week ago, about the transition from Big Cat to Asa Akira. Like talk about a transition. You're going from like the yeah. funniest guy at Barstool to a porn star. Um, and also like actually like really like, really penetration <laughs> anal queen, but like she, and that was in like her first sentence. She's like, this is going to be an interesting transition from someone that likes to be like double penetrated <laughs> now on KFC radio. But, um, she was really good. Like the first, like I was editing mail time and she was actually like really funny and like actually pretty solid, but she's smart in coming on saying, I'm not trying to replace big cat. That was a smart move. Um, but that's an interesting transition. Like that. What do you guys think about a, a porn star being on with those guys? Like how that's going to work. Uh, I mean, it works because it's Barstool. I, I I understand keeping the name KFC Radio. I mean, it's it's a brand, and um, you know, you're not just gonna. She's not replacing Dan, but essentially is replacing Dan, and 
like that you can't just call it something else because then you're starting completely from scratch. You might as well just keep KFC radio and, um, you know, see where it goes from there. And then I think he's combining mail time with KFC radio. So he's doing yeah. two shows a week. They're both KFC radio, but I think like the first one is more in the style of what mail time was. And then the second show is what KFC radio was, but it's all KFC radio. So I, I think it'll be good. And I mean, I think, um, she she kind of brings an element that Barstool didn't have before. So I think it's going to be interesting to see where it goes and how they kind of gel together. And then the main chemistry, what Kevin said all along, is that you know Feidelberg and Kevin get along so great, and that's still going to be there. It's just a it's a it's a third wheel on there that uh, we'll see how it goes. And it's obviously going to be it's going to take some weird turns because Feidelberg's stories were always the craziest, and now <laughs> you just added uh, an anal porn queen. To- the mix so Feidelberg's got his work cut out for him now and I kind of like that I like that he's being challenged it's good yeah, my transition to full-time blogging from porn went pretty smoothly so uh I think she'll be fine <laughs> imagine Pete in porn oh my god that was the worst image I've ever had in my head all right next topic we're moving on can I just say one more thing about uh ass porn oh of course yeah yeah, yeah. dive into it don't ever feel like you're... The Section 10 you Podcast can. brought to you by Sox Signatures. Sox Signatures is the leader in autographs and game-use memorabilia of tomorrow's Boston baseball stars. Visit SoxSignatures.com today for unique items and the best prices on Sox prospects from Lowell to Boston. Use promo code SECTION10 to get 10% off your first order at SoxSignatures.com. Get up all in that ass! dot com um so yeah i'm I'm disappointed that you guys weren't there i think you would have enjoyed it a lot um <clears throat> the thing that was strange for me is you for me i kind of forgot that i was just like with barstool so i go to watch the show with kevin john and dan and we go to the after party and like these guys get mobbed for pictures. And then like in my head, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like I can just like kind of go off, go to the bar. Nope. Like nope. it's it was like the same for me. And I was like, wait a second. I this isn't my show. Like I, I it was cool, though, because I mean, like a lot of them were uh, I got a lot more references to Section 10 than I probably got for like Red Sox blogs. There were a lot of Section 10 there. I yeah. like that. I like that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah you, you probably thought at yeah. that point, like you, you do have to dance with who you came with, but you probably forgot you even came with them. You're probably there and just right. like, oh, yeah, I'm, out, like, I'm out now. Like Jared's <laughs> in the wild. Like, here we go. Right. Right. I thought it was just going to be like a regular Friday, Saturday night where I just kind of go off and do my own yeah. thing. But Showing nope. off the guns like, hey, ladies, hey, hey. Nope. Didn't happen for me. Um, that's okay. It was a good time. Enjoyed meeting a lot of the Section 10 listeners. And, uh, yeah, a few of them were like, yeah, like we were listening to like the new episode on the way here. And it's like, it still blows my mind. And I, I think I've made this comparison before, but like, so say, say for that example of like KFC radio, right? Like they were on stage and they saw a sea of people out there so they can see how many people that they reach. But for somebody like me, it's like when you're blogging, you don't see the people that you're you don't see the readers when you're on tv you don't see who's watching and when you're doing podcasts and doing radio you don't see who's listening so and i never leave my house so once i leave my house then that's like the realization point where it's like oh like i'm not just like talking to nobody 
and it's very strange to it, do it's, that. It, it is a weird it's weird because like i got a snapchat the other day i forget who was it from but like listening to the latest episode in the car and i'm like holy shit like that's our voices like in their speakers in the car <laughs> <laughs> like this is actually yeah. coming through their speakers and like we're talking to them and they're listening it's such a weird concept when you actually see and hear the people that listen i mean we lo- like we love all of them pete hates them but like when you actually see them document, like listening to the show, it's like, oh shit! Like we're putting the show together. Let's get it. Like yeah, I don't, I, I don't I even, it. I don't even listen to the podcast. I don't expect <laughs> anybody else to. <laughs> Pete always has to throw a negative twist. You're on miserable, it. fuck Pete. <laughs> Pete's such a miserable <laughs> that's person. Not, that's not really true. I, I mean, like it's it's true that I that I don't listen to the podcast. So it's not because I'm miserable. It's just I don't enjoy listening to listening back to podcasts. That I've done. Oh no, I, I hear that. That's not a. That's not weird at all. Okay, I listen to the. I listen to them back. Not always, but well, it's kind of like studying the tape. Uh, like you kind of want to hear. All right, we maybe talk yeah. a little too much on this. Oh, I'm too close to the mic. Stuff like that. I should because I know I did it towards the beginning, uh, and that kind of picked up on picked up on some things. Like I had filler filler talk or whatever and i swore too much and we kind of corrected those mistakes at the beginning and i just was like yeah fuck it i don't really care (laughs) one thing i picked up on you you actually doing right now it's when you unbottle your gatorade or water it really comes through the mic and these mics these mics pick up on everything yeah so so turn the porn down in the background pick up your mom (laughs) what what what's up (laughs) Huh? What'd you say? You talking to me? There are actually parts where when I'm editing the show, I forget that we did. Like last week when you did the, uh, Jared, when you did that voice talking about that girl, what that makeup girl watching you watch the Red Sox. You're like, hey, you sitting over there. Yeah, you watch. Yeah, you like what you see. There's a makeup girl watching me watch the Red Sox. No, my point is a made, up, a made up girl that you were talking about. Oh, like, made up girl. I thought you were like a makeup artist. And I was like, <laughs> I do remember that night. That was like, pretty awesome. Dude, let me tell you about makeup girl. <laughs> she was something. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how'd you know about makeup girl? That was 2009. I didn't know you back then. It's the way I knew you. You're looking through my windows. <laughs> did, uh, did we get any reviews from the last, good- the last show? That's a good question. I feel like in people's so. defense, like leaving iTunes reviews is weird. I wish there was an easier way to leave reviews because I've never left an iTunes review in my life. I think we did get them. Somebody like people snap me that stuff. I think that's like my favorite part of the whole week is like the snap reviews. People will like snap me listening to the podcast or they'll snap me a video of themselves doing the intro. Oh, that's I'd be turned on. If I if I heard yeah. that, I'd be like, it's uh, it's moving. Gets me excited. Yeah, I definitely get excited when people know all the words to the intro and they they do it themselves and they send me a little snappy snap video. <laughs> a little snappy. A little snappy. A little snappy video you do in the intro, baby. Hey. I just I just looked at the reviews. The latest one is Jared and Steve kill it week in and week out, and Pete's kind of just there. <laughs> so that's a pretty good review. <laughs> that's pretty uh oh, pretty accurate. Oh, shout out to whoever did that. <laughs> That's great. Well, the, dude, that that should be was a segment it? for the off season. Best review of the week, or just best like, review of the week. Yeah, review of the week. Boom. I'm uh, down with that. Maybe it'll encourage people to have their um, take five seconds out of their goddamn fucking day. And then we'll we'll give you a shout out, and then we'll say that we'll send you a t shirt. We're not going to send you a t shirt, but like we'll say that 
Oh, you get a free T-shirt if you win Best Review of the Week. So let's do that. The, I mean, podcast, really, the podcast really has become me just kind of like sitting here and watching you guys talk. I don't know when the <laughs> hell that happened, how that transition happened. But <laughs> at some point along the line, I was just like, yeah, go for it, guys. I'll I'll weigh in every once I, in a while. I know when it happened when you weren't watching the games and we were talking about the games. That, that's No, I think, I think Jared's right. Because I like I did watch games throughout the year. I just kept saying that I wasn't watching any of the games just because it <laughs> was, was funny. one day where you were just really, really you were like violently yeah. hungover. Yeah, oh, that's you were right. just like it honestly, was like just ten, it was show. like ten it was like ten p.m. and I almost threw up in my car driving <laughs> home at ten p.m. because I was so hungover. That was one of my favorite episodes. You might have had about you could have counted the words you said on on like a hand, maybe two. <laughs> yeah. But if it was two, it was like that. Really, that really was the the turning point where I was like, you know what, not my show anymore. <laughs> You've just been hungover for two months. It's been like, which is like unfortunate. Yeah, Pete, stop drinking. You have a serious drinking problem. Like we should talk about that. It's just you know yeah, you're hungover every show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was uh, speaking of being wasted. I was wasted this weekend and just like kind of snapped out of a blackout, and I was just sitting on one of my buddy's couches watching wrestling. What? <laughs> I sent I snapped you the uh the I tweeted you a picture at you, didn't I? I don't know. Saying like if you if you tried to communicate with me this past weekend, I'm sorry. I like I did not like Steve I, called me and I just went on a tirade against him. Uh, like, just like a drunken rage. Let's let's uh let's call it as it is. You called me at about what one in no, the morning. I didn't. Oh, we can check the receipts. You. Check your receipts. Check your receipts. <laughs> I did not call you. I'm about to go Why to would bed I call you? and I get a call from Jared <laughs> Carabas. And you went on a tangent that I'm so upset I don't have recorded. I think you called me a racist. It was actually white one of the best <laughs> calls I've ever gotten. No, so, white supremacist right, and a racist. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, the white I, supremacist. I called you apparently at 12, 18 a.m. And we were on the phone for 10 minutes. And it, it does say <laughs> outgoing call. Yeah, I was watching Sorry. SNL and I was like, what the fuck is this kid doing? And then uh, it was one of the best calls I've ever gotten in my life. I could have sworn that you called me. I don't. I didn't even know it was my phone. I thought I was like. I thought it was like my sister because, like, I know that like my sister got involved. Like, she was talking shit to you too on the phone. No, but she was actually nice for the most part. She wants to come on the podcast at some point. What, what is she saying? She's not. She's saying she likes the show. She's saying she likes the show. Who who wouldn't like the show? That actually, that's true. If you don't the like the show, get the fuck out of here. I mean, fuck yeah, go fuck yourself. Put him in the bathroom. Put him in the bathroom. Oh, new segment. Pew, pew, pew. There's a new segment. There's a new segment that we're introducing in the off season that should definitely stick during the regular season because yeah, more, more weight way in the regular people, season. Yeah. yeah, way more people are going to piss me off during the season than uh, Pete. You're way too close to the camera, my man. <laughs> Back the fuck up. Anyway, breathe. Do you like my mustache? <clears throat> um, no. Pete, why same. are you doing that? Is it Movember? No, I'm just fucking lazy. No, I was gonna say I fucking hate the dudes that that okay. So yeah, here's here's my fucking put them in the bathroom. We can do this right now. All right, let's do it right now. We're not gonna wait. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Uh, I hate the dudes that are like, oh, it's November. Can't wait to grow the beard out. Fuck you, dude. Like either you're a beard guy or you're not. If you want to get in for a month, get the fuck out. We don't want you. The beard community doesn't want these little fucking pretty boy bitches that have a little fucking clean shaved face like Pete for the whole year. And then they're like, oh, my yeah, I can't wait to turn can't wait to turn the sex on in November with all my little scruff. Get the put them in the bathroom. 
Get the fuck out. Put him in a fucking bitch. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck Listen, you suck. I don't think I'm getting any sex with this look, so don't put words in my mouth. Uh, yeah, like you look like a kitty van. <laughs> I'm talking about the dudes that wear like the fucking scarves and shit, and like way too much hair product, and then they want to grow out their little scruff in, in November because all the ladies love the facial hair. Fuck you. Grow it in the bathroom where I'm about to put you, son. Put him in the bathroom. Boom. Pete, what's your uh, what's That's your put him in the bathroom? Say. All of our listeners, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. They all suck. <laughs> they can all get fucked in a bathroom. <laughs> get fucked. Uh, this is becoming a weekly thing now, where Pete just hates everyone that you know. It's funny because the show. It's funny because like all the <laughs> listeners tweet at me and they're like, "Fuck you, Pete." <laughs> I, yeah, I do like it because it's like mutual hate. They actually like hate you too, and the tweets are great. Like, oh, Pete, why do you like you know make them not post this or do that? It's like Pete didn't do that, but we just blame him anyway. You're you're the David Price of the Section Ten podcast. <laughs> yeah, Except, like, just you're on the team, but you get shit on on Twitter. Well, minus all the strikeouts yeah. and the wins, and yeah, 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 and the whole like be, pretty decent performer thing. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm the Other only one that, that has a. I, I'm the only one that has a real. Put him in the bathroom. I feel like mine has no weight now because like the beard one was actually pretty good. Um, Do it. I, I had Buck Showalter because he finally, finally admitted he should have pitched Zach Britton in the AL Wild Card game like a month and a half later. It's like, dude, <laughs> fucking put him in the bathroom. He goes, yeah, I regret it. Looking back, I feel bad that he's had to answer all the questions about not pitching. Get in the fucking bathroom. Like you should have. You should have said that after the game. That eh, yeah, I probably should have put him in. Instead, he tried to wiggle his way out of it. Then he got destroyed. And he said this when he was up for AL Manager of the Year. Get in the fucking bathroom. Put him in a fucking bitch. You might come get him the fuck out. Get him out of here. Get him in there. The thing about that is because I was watching. He said it on MLB Network when they were doing yeah. like the Manager of the Year special. And who was it? It was fucking uh, Mad Dog Russo was like, oh, oh yeah, all the credit guy. in the world for uh, coming out and saying that, uh, you know, you made a mistake there. Yeah, he that's, would, a, he that's a pretty, that's that. a pretty good, that's pretty good Mad Dog impression. That's a that's really good Mad Dog. I'm impressed. <laughs> so, like, he said that, and I was like, Mad Dog, what the fuck was he going to say? Like, was he supposed to be like... Yeah, you know, we were in the 13th inning and, uh, you know, I just I just thought we would not use our best fucking reliever. I was going to use him in the 18th. I was waiting until then, uh, Mad Dog. Yeah, like he, he, I mean, Showalter looked dumber and dumber as the postseason went on when Terry Francona used Andrew Miller for like every single game. In like the second inning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and the fact that he tried to, Showalter tried to rub it off afterwards is like, oh, well, you know. I liked Jimenez in that position. Get the fuck out of here. You liked Yabaldo Jimenez in that Yeah, him, him and his fucking 18 ERA from the regular season. <laughs> you know what? I liked yeah, it because he that was, was the secret weapon. Yeah, he Giving was due to be good. 600-foot bombs. <laughs> that thing hasn't landed yet. Edwin Enchiladas hit that thing to Boston, and he's chasing it all the way to Fenway Park because we're going to sign his ass. Didn't Britain send a tweet to being like, I don't know why the fuck I was on my ass all playoffs or whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said something on Twitter when somebody was, asked probably. him. I hope it was that exact uh, line. 
<laughs> if it was that exact line, it would be good. It was something like yeah, he so not subtle. Maybe I don't know that he said because he was very uh, he was like very professional when he was asked about it like after the game like he wasn't mad I mean he was obviously mad but like he didn't act it and he didn't criticize or question Showalter at all the only thing that he said on Twitter was uh I don't know if he saw it on Barstool but we did a blog about um MLB auctions was auctioning off a game used Zach Britton uh wild card game jersey <laughs> and then he said it was false advertising that's what he said that was that was pretty oh, funny okay. that they auctioned yeah. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I think that that's what you're getting. At. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, false advertising. It's not game used. That wasn't even in the game. I, the fucking the manager because he, of the because he didn't pitch, right? So that's that's why because it's not game used. That's why. Okay. Oh yeah, so we don't even have this on the topics, but I want to bring this up. Go. The MVP ended up being Mike Trout. So here's my take on this whole thing. You look at the situation before the voting came out that Mike Trout was going to win the MVP. Did I want him to win? Did I think he should have won? No. But I also don't think that Mookie Betts should have won. No MVP. The ballot, which sucks, and why I hate the MVP discussion every single year, is because it literally says on the thing that value is open to the interpretation of the voter. So what is value? I don't know because now um, you look at Mike Trout's career. I think this was like his fifth full major league season. And he's statistically, I think he's been like the war leader wins above replacement every single year. And he's, this is now his second MVP. So before that I was like, okay, well he's been statistically the best player in the game um, every year. And he's he only has one MVP. So that means that player uh, voters are leaning more towards playoff players having an edge and that would have been Mookie Betts because it was pretty it wasn't Trout was the better player this year but Mookie was on a playoff team he was an impact player on a a, uh, playoff team so if you look at it that way Trout I don't like how can you be valuable on it like that's what everyone says how can you be valuable on a last place team which I agree with Um, but I also look at it as you can't hold a player's teammates against the player. I mean, like you're more valuable because your teammates are more talented. Like, how does that make sense? I don't know. Um, you can still be valuable on a last place team. It's it. just like when the team is that bad, if your definition is like, oh, the MVP is like this team wouldn't have been the same without a guy. Like, obviously, the Angels yeah. would have been the same fucking team. They would have been worse, but they still would have been a fucking been last place team. Yeah, but it's not there's it's not valuable to have a guy that good on your team when you're not doing anything anyway. I get that. So the way that but, I would vote for MVP, but the but the way that I look at it but, is that if you put Mike Trout on any other team, like he's going to be the most valuable player on that team regardless of what team it is. Right, exactly. So that's the most valuable player even if his team is in fucking last place. I I look at it as which player, if you take that player off their particular team, has the greatest impact on that team. And I do factor in playoff performance or just if you're a playoff team or not. 
David Ortiz. And I said this a million times during the year that I would have voted for David Ortiz to be the MVP because Mookie Betts is a great player. But when did Mookie Betts ever come to the plate? And you were like, "Uh oh, holy shit, here comes Mookie Betts, unless he was in Baltimore. And that's not a knock on him. It's just that that's how feared, how impactful, how intimidating David Ortiz is. If you don't have David Ortiz, I mean, that definitely leaves the biggest hole, which is why I think, you know, it's important to quote unquote replace him with something similar I, this year. And I, I, that's why I don't feel comfortable with Beltran or fucking Trumbo or somebody like that. Like I want and and Edwin enchiladas. That's who I want. He's I the think with, with Poppy, you're almost looking too much at the, the power factor and the intimidation factor he has as a player. Cause I agree when he comes up to the plate, it's an Oh shit moment. Every time you think it's going to go to the moon, but anytime Mookie came up in a big situation though, I felt pretty confident that something good was going to happen. So maybe David Ortiz led the majors in slugging percentage, OPS, and like oh, extra no. base hits. No, we're talking about different things. I agree with Ortiz, but I'm saying I still felt really good when Mookie came up. Yeah, but like it's I, not just. A, I thought that you meant like that. I was talking about it's just a feeling. Like he, yes, he's intimidating. No, 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 intimidating no, 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 because. But that's part of it. X, right? Y, and Z. That's also part of the equation. When Poppy comes up, he is an intimidating factor, and he had what the most home runs in the Red Sox and top five in baseball. So. I understand that aspect of it, but when Mookie came up, I felt pretty damn good every time he came to the plate. How'd you feel in the playoffs? <laughs> the playoffs didn't feel good about anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. It's true. You're not wrong. Um, Ortiz, Ortiz didn't really do much either. The only thing I, I've hated about the MVP discussion, and this is like the hot take by a lot of reporters and a lot of national writers, is like you're an idiot almost if you don't think Mike Trout should have won the MVP. Let's stop that. Like I, I understand That's the Brian whole. Kenny. Like, no, I know, but I hear it a lot. I, I just see that He's narrative. I see that narrative a lot where it's like, if you vote anybody else or you think anyone else is MVP, like you're just not watching. You, you don't know. What, no, stop. Like the, it wouldn't have been insane if Mookie won the MVP. I also can acknowledge that Mike Trout deserves the MVP. Those things can both exist, but it's almost like everyone needs to bow down and has been bowing down to Mike Trout. I get it. He's very good. I think he's the best player in the league. That's fine. But it wouldn't have been insane if a player on that caliber of team didn't win the MVP. That's why they need to clarify, redefine the award. Yeah, like like give us some some guidance as to what the fuck valuable means. Because if they don't, the geeks are taking over. Like with the voting, I mean the the dinosaurs are dying out, and the geeks are getting more votes. And it's I'm telling you, the MVP award is going to become the wins above replacement achievement award. Like, that's what it's going to be. Whoever leads the league in war. Congrats. You're the MVP because of all these fucking nerds. Um, and it's it's not right. Like, you know, if you want to say that Mike Trout is the best player in the league. Yes, I'll agree with you. But give me something more than just wins above replacement. Like that shouldn't be the end all be all when it comes to the MVP and the discussion for best player in the league. And I think that Mookie Betts is in the discussion for best player in the league. Yeah, and I, I think it, it wouldn't have been insane if Mookie won it, but it almost like when Trout was named, all those people kind of came out of the woodwork. They they were ready for it. They were like, oh, like I told you, like if they picked anybody else, it would have been it would have been awful. So here you go, Mike Trout. He deserves. Like let's stop. If he won, it wouldn't have been crazy. Um, but I agree, it would be nice if we had clarification. I don't see it coming though. Based off of you know the fact they haven't committed to it at all ever, I don't see it coming soon. Say hey, Pete. Hello. Uh, hey, Pete. I said last week that I would have picked Trout. You would have picked Trout. 
I explained, yeah, I explained my logic five minutes ago. If you take Trout off the Angels and stick him on literally any team in the league, he becomes their most valuable player. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, if yeah, if Trout were on the Red Sox, he, I mean, it's. Wait, 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 wait. Are we just not going to talk about Robbie Ross? I mean, the elephant in the room, he's better than Robbie Ross. Which, by the way, <clears throat> um, Robbie Ross has agreed to come on the Section 10 podcast. I'm very excited about a guest that we got we got coming up soon. Um, I'm very excited. I don't even know if I want to say it. We might want to just like hang on to this and kind of tease because we're good at teasing. We're like, hey, honey, I bet you want to write it's that. Always good. Make it's, it always good to, it's always good to tease an announcement and then follow it up by saying, I don't even know if we should say this. Pete, what is is it that time of month? What the fuck's going on, man? I just hate you, baby. Yeah, but that's no. It's it's bigger. It's bigger than that. I just hate you, Steve. Well, I just lay it down on the bed right now. All right, maybe straddle you a little bit. Maybe start kissing your neck a little bit. Let's go. Yeah. Maybe start yeah, playing with yeah, your yeah, hair. Yeah. 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 Give you the chills. Who's the big guest, Steve? Who with it? Kissing your collarbone. Who with it? Quit it, Steve. Go on. Go on, Steve. Maybe kiss your boobies. <laughs> Go on, Steve. I was actually about to say it, but that line that line got me. Um, we got Heidi it's Watney. Heidi Watney is going to be coming on the show. That's a that's a good one for us. And we uh, be, be in your best behavior. It's going to be hard to tell Jared, especially Peter. Pete's probably going to be like, life's awful, right? And everyone sucks, right? Can you comment on this? <laughs> She'd probably agree with me. <laughs> I'm excited for that, though. That's going to be good. Maybe blowing your ear. <laughs> well, I thought we were past it. Guess not. Get you some goosebumps. Uh, Jared, I got a question for you. Yes. We discussed this last year, but it was one of my favorite topics we went over. And it's the night before Thanksgiving. Oh. A lot oh of things boy. A lot of things go down. We're going to be dropping this on the day before thanksgiving so you might be listening to this and thinking i might be getting into some shenanigans soon i might yeah. call in with something that happens actually please do call in with any weird things that happen on the night before thanksgiving but uh boys i just remember that i just remember right now that you told the story last year about you their buddy getting hit by a car Ooh, i don't even remember that i said that yeah or you watched not maybe not your buddy but you watched two guys get in a fight and then the other one ran the other one over with his car Outside of the bar on the night before Thanksgiving. That happened last year? No, you told the story last year on the podcast. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I swear to God you told this. Swear to God you told this story. Based off of that. You said that there was there's always like a fight on the night before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, no, there is always a fight every single year. Yeah. Yeah. And then you fight every single year. I don't remember anything about people getting hit by cars. You you did say that one year there was a fight between two kids and then they went outside and something happened and one of them ended up getting hit by a car. We're going to go with that. I'll have like to go back the, and listen to it. Like in the parking lot. It wasn't like a fatal car thing, but <laughs> I was going to say no one, no one they got died, struck but... by a car. Wait, Jared ran a kid over in his car? Wait, I killed somebody? Yeah, probably. Did I turn myself in right now? <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Uh yeah, so that was the story that you told last year. So, so Jared, it's 
Is it you just probably a, made that shit up? Is it just a known thing that there's probably. a fight every year the night before Thanksgiving? Or do yeah. yeah, it's not like a pre-planned thing. It's just there's you gotta think of it this way that every single year, you're one year further removed from high school. So all the dudes that just like fought people in high school, they get it's like they're like the undertaker. They gotta come back at WrestleMania every single year to prove that yeah, they're still they're really old, but they can still beat some ass. They gotta remind everyone who the big dog in the yard is. So they come back the night before Thanksgiving, which is their WrestleMania, <laughs> and then they fight somebody to just they gotta send the fans home happy. We all drink, we all have a great time all night, and then you know, two thirty in the morning rolls around, and you got to fucking knock some fucking teeth out of well, Kowloon. Especially when these guys are used to doing that in high school on a weekly basis. That's now built up yeah. over months, and those it's fists also, are ready to pound. It's all suppressed rage from living in Saugus their entire life. <laughs> true. Yeah, that, there's that no, could there's also no, be true. There's rare fights uh, on Thanksgiving Eve, both at uh, in Waltham. I said this last year. I almost got into a fight happened. last year. Really. Oh yeah, you you texted me yeah. on Thanksgiving Eve, being like, I almost just fucking knocked some dude's teeth in. <laughs> yeah, like, like Jesus, saga sucks. This dude like got in my face and about what? About uh, what? This is when I was dating the ex, and this dude's friend was following around the ex like a lost puppy, <laughs> and I was talking to one of my friends about baseball, and like one of the dudes made a comment. And he was like, oh, man, if I dated a girl that looked like that, like, how could you turn? Like, what is this dude like? Um, like he just doesn't even, like, pay attention to this girl. And I was like, what? What's up? He's like, oh, nothing. We were just talking. I was like, oh, yeah. we were just, I, I, we were just talking. Man. We were just talking. Yeah, it's 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 hard to tell the whole story without sounding like I'm a huge hardo. So we'll just cut it off right there. But it was. <laughs> It's it's pretty close. Like he was like in my face, and his his friend told him not to do it. I mean, night before Thanksgiving is tricky. But that's that's the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's, your fights are replaced by than... weird hookups. Where I'm from, like that's... that's the one thing that I look forward to is seeing who ends up with who at the end of the night. Mm. It's it's almost like um, what am I thinking of? Fucking musical chairs. It's just, you know, the night gets later and later and you're like, wow, at this point, options are limited. But this guy, I can I can see this guy. He's hanging around because he wants to see who he ends up with. And the options are very, very scarce right now. Let's see how it pans out. I was listening to Boston uh, Sports Radio. It was like three years ago and I still remember this vividly. And I it wasn't mutt. I wish it was mutt. It would be great for this. But um, somebody said the only thing that the night before Thanksgiving is good for is finding out who got fat. Like you, you just find out who got fat because like you're always looking around and then you're like, whoa, that's like so-and-so. They got fat. Like they're a lot that, bigger than they were in high school. That's like reunions are like that. My yeah. fucking 10 year reunion is next year. I'm not I'm not looking forward to that whatsoever. Well, you're 30 now, so that's going to happen. And I'm like getting there, which sucks. I still feel like I'm like fucking 20. And you act like you're 12. So, yeah. 12. 12. Where where's the townie bar that you go to, Pete? It's on Moody Street in Waltham. What's it called? Shoppers. Hmm. What is it? Shoppers. Shoppers. Yep. Well, one more time, Pete. Shoppers Cafe. A cafe. <laughs> we go to a cafe. <laughs> it's a bar. 
It's a bar and restaurant. <laughs> we sip lattes the night before Thanksgiving. Huge tradition. It's a bar and restaurant. It's a nice place. It's, it's owned by uh, it's owned by uh, one of our buddies. It's a uh, it's a fun place to be. He makes a great frappuccino. You know, it's it's August. Awesome. It's August. We go to, we go to fucking... Kowloon. And we we'd go to O'Brien's. We'd go to Kowloon go and to O'Brien's. we sip the scorpion bowls and then we hit each other with cars and oh, <laughs> fucking yeah, dude. It's so sick. It's a pet. We got two different crowds. Like the rowdy crowd goes to O'Brien's and then the more sophisticated crowd goes to Kowloon. But I dabble with both. So I'll go to O'Brien's and then end my night at Kowloon. You and Sophisticated have never been in the same line together, so I doubt it. Well, that's why I don't start there. That's why I don't start there because that's like the more – like the crowd that like doesn't want to get rowdy goes to Kowloon. The true story is that you go to O'Brien's and everybody there wants to fight you, so you have to flee and go to Kowloon and finish your night there. So did I tell you the story about – so when I – the night before Thanksgiving is like a big mend fences with enemies night for me. People that, I mean, people in my hometown fucking hate me. Like, I am despised and suck. I agree with them. I agree with them. <laughs> I, I, I remember getting, I remember all these stories that, like, people fucking hate you from Saugus. You'll just, like, <laughs> yeah. go to a Saugus bar and people will just fucking stare at you. Like, fuck that kid. I'm going to fucking murder yeah. him. He doesn't represent like, us. There was one, there was one kid. I forget which year it was because it's just year after year. There's, like, always one incident where someone that hates me will mend fences and we'll all be good. Um, one kid who I had like this like several year long feud with, we patched things up and he was like, dude, uh, I was honestly, my uncle is like getting out of jail. I was going to pay him to kill you. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait. He was like, he's like, you know, now we're buddies. I can tell you that. But I mean, I was seriously, whoa, I, was whoa, gonna whoa, whoa. I don't think you're going to ever be buddies with a guy who is going to pay American currency to have you murdered. <laughs> Is, is this story real? That is against yes. the rules of friendship. What the? Fuck? Yeah, yeah. He, he said that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go get you a beer now. But like, if you didn't, if you weren't nice to me, I was definitely gonna cut your head off. You know, I was gonna have my dad do it. And come <laughs> it reminds me of fucking Billy Madison. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just, fucking use the last second cross your list. name up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was straight up. Was just like, yeah, I was gonna. I was going to have you killed, actually. I was like, oh. Nice. Well, I'm going to go get a shot. <laughs> if Would you like one? I will get one for you, too. Yeah. When I come okay. back, I hope well, you're not here anymore. If the offer still stands, I'll go with halfsies with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, big stooly, too. So, excited. Like Having my life threatened is a pretty confusing experience. But um, you know what else is... Uh, really confusing buying tickets online for sports and, and music events <laughs> right that's what you're getting at that's what i was getting at it's pretty confusing and i was wondering if maybe there was an alternative yeah i mean it's always been hard to find the best deal for that gamer show that you want to go to and none of those older ticket sites want to change that but SeatGeek is different they've come along and they've created an amazing app and a website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets SeatGeek is always the first place that we go to to look for tickets to a game or a concert. The app is super easy. Use it on your phone. Uh, Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. They do all the price comparisons for you. They search multiple ticket sites. They ensure that you get the best possible deal for your money. They do all the work, and you save the dough. 
And that's why SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. Every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, our listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To do that, you download the SeatGeek app, you go to the settings tab, you click add a promo code, you enter promo code section 10, that's all one word, one zero at the end, section 10. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code section 10 today. Big coupon, bitch. Nice. That's, that's, that is how you segue. That is a masterful segue. We nailed it. And I'll give myself a nice pat on the back for bringing the email up Good beforehand. Job. Good job, Pete. <laughs> proud of you. What really a, proud what of a you. Veteran move. What a veteran move. You guys have really never seen a fight the night before Thanksgiving? I live in Hingham. I don't think so. <laughs> I live in Hingham. <laughs> yeah, Steve doesn't Steve doesn't appear to be the type of gentleman who grew up in a rough surrounding. <laughs> I mean, who the hell am I fighting? It's not even that Saugus is a rough place. It's really not. It's just we have a bunch of testosterone guys that uh they gotta pro- they, they gotta reclaim the throne fucking- every year, I guess. I don't know. You got a bunch of yeah, fucking and I, I just I beaten with a stick when they were children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of these, I like it's coming. One of these years, I'm gonna get fucking knocked out at. Oh, and I just hope that there's video of it. <laughs> <laughs> like someone is just gonna come up from behind me because that's the only way you're gonna do it, and just rock me right in the jaw, and I'm just gonna go to sleep. And I'm gonna wake up on Thanksgiving with some mashed someone, potatoes. <laughs> someone is going to serve you a fucking fistful of hate. And I hope that it's videotaped and then you get to post it on Barstool like on the Friday coming back. And then somebody will comment in the comment section. Be like, oh, Carabas writing about his favorite subject again. Himself. Himself. <laughs> himself. He loves it. Oh, speaking of which. Um, so whenever people – this reminded me because the comment that Pete just referenced uh, that I like to write about myself was because I wrote about – uh, my debate with Felger on Comcast. And so when we go out, like the Barstool guys, whenever people see Portnoy, he gets like, go Prez, go, like the whole spiel. Like people say, what's up, Dave? Go Prez, go. When people see me, my go Prez, go is fuck Felger. Like like I got that a million times. Like people came up, Carabas, what's up, buddy? Fuck Felger. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know that I want that to be my rally cry. But I mean, I, I appreciate the support. I appreciate we're fighting the good fight against Felger <laughs> on Comcast. I'm happy that it's going down. I'm happy that you you guys are watching. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically become my go out in public tagline is. Well, that's like when the, when the Bruins won the cup in 2011, their like rallying cry was suck it, Felger. Felger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, I'm just straight up like. We've upgraded to fuck Felger, which is making what's progress. Up? Good, good job. What's up, buddy? Fuck Felger. Love, love your blogs. Fuck Felger. Love show, fuck Felger. <laughs> First Pete time long time. Fuck Felger. <laughs> I'm fine with that. So that's what I'm disappointed about. Like the old school section 10 listeners, like where, where did all the Alan Craig hate go? People it's used reflect- to call in and, and ask reflect- questions and they would like, they would sign off with, uh, and fuck Alan Craig. Well, you can't it's hate a guy. That, that's we've done as a show that you still, of course you can. That that's even funnier. People call in and be like, 
hey guys, what's up, dude? Uh, just want to see uh, what you guys think of the bullpen. Like, who do you think they're gonna go get? Uh, thanks, and I'll hang up and listen. And as always, uh, fuck Alan Craig. <laughs> and like a positive way, and uh, fuck Alan Craig. <laughs> yeah, it was like that was the sign off. Like that was it. Like that was that was old school section ten. If you're a fuck Alan Craig guy, then you're you're this with is, us. The in the show has deviated so far from what the old Section 10 used to be. I, I don't even know if it's like our well, fault or anything. People like, voicemails. Right. People don't call don't in. Ask for the voicemails. We, so in, in the season, during the regular season, um, listeners know to just leave their reactions. We don't have to ask for those. But in the offseason, I feel like they don't know to leave questions. So. We asked last week. No, we didn't get any. Yeah, Maybe. but like it's it's – it's tweets like tweets are what drive the voicemails and i tweeted zero times about well, the, the, the tough part the tough part about the tweet you sent jared last week and the responses you got is that we got a shitload of responses but the quality was just bad like it, right. it just like but the voicemails are way better yeah 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 we got yeah. one voicemail question this week oh yeah did we how was it yeah uh not that bad it's actually right up is your this alley the patriots one it's right up your alley, Pete. I'll uh, I'll play it now. All right, guys. So on your last podcast, you said, where are all the weird questions at? And, I mean, this might not be that weird. But if a girl were playing, marry one, kill one, fuck one, what would her answer be to you three? So, Pete, Steve, Jared, marry one, fuck one, go. Wow, shit. You got to marry one, kill one, fuck one. Damn it. This is so stupid. I'm going to redo this. I'll be back in just a second. That shit is the best. That's why you don't get that kind of charm with a with a tweet question. That's Wait, like I'm not saying that's not the best. I was just saying it's the only one that we got. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. uh, that's why I'm so disappointed that we don't get those anymore. It was so that's that's so entertaining. It was so great that he was really upset with himself that he messed up the order of Mary. Fuck kill. He goes, wait, fuck Mary. Ah, oh, I'm going to call back. I, I got it all. Right. <laughs> I, I personally like that he started off by saying, like, this might not be that weird. And then, like, dropping a really weird question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy's great. I want him to call more often because, yeah, like, he was genuinely, guy. like, he respected the podcast enough to call back. Respected I mean, we played his mess up one because that was funny. But he call, actually called back as well. So, good for you. Uh, and as far as my answer goes, pretty it's easy question. So pretty obvious, question. your answer. Uh. Well, I mean, I've been personally dreaming about how I'm going to murder Steve for months at this point. So uh, I've got that all planned out and I've got my plans set in stone. Uh, I'm not going to reveal exactly how I'm going to kill Steve in cold blood uh, because I don't want him to see it coming. But definitely murdering Steve. Also murdering Jared because (laughs) just going for a two for here, being selfish. Then I'm going to fuck myself and then marry myself after I fuck myself <laughs> because that's how much confidence I have. Yeah, no words. Um, <clears throat> I'm also going to murder Steve in like <laughs> horrific fashion. <laughs> like it's not going to be quick. It's not going to I'm not going to make sure like, yeah, Steve, I like you, but I, I have to kill you in this. Uh, so I'll do a quick so that it's pain free. Like, no, I'm I'm gonna make sure that he feels every little bit of pain involved <laughs> in his murder. Uh and then and then I would probably just fuck myself 
because <laughs> like that is that is my life at this point anyway is just constantly fucking myself and uh you know what pete you're a great co-host so i'm gonna marry you because i need you thanks man you guys didn't even and, listen to and, the question hold on 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 also if it weren't for pete i wouldn't I would be a very shitty blogger because he gives me all the things, all the tools that I need to blog. So I couldn't kill Pete because it would, in, it would directly impact my entire career because he teaches me how to do things that I cannot teach myself. So that's why I am marrying. Pete I appreciate and not killing him as well. I appreciate all of this buttering me up, but I'm not changing my stance on murdering both of you. <laughs> You're like I'm I don't still, care. I'm still I would kill you. put me out of my misery for being honest, but. I'm uh, I'm going to be the only one. I certainly I'm going to be Peter. Sorry. I'm going to be the only one to answer this question the way it was asked. And that's if you were a girl, what would you do with us three? Because I know you guys are going to kill me. It's obvious you're going to kill me. Like I've thought about killing you. So we're all going to kill each other. It's just about it's like it's going to be like a fucking old Western. Whoever pulls their guns quicker. Um, But anyway, I'm going to answer it the way that it was asked. I think that this girl would marry me because I'm the most responsible of us three. I organize this most of the time, and you guys even reference. We probably would have done four podcasts during the season if I didn't whip your asses into shape. Um, between marrying two of you guys, like that would, from the girl's perspective, it's not good either way because Pete is like ten years old. Jared has a beard, but like he doesn't act mature at all, um, and he, I wouldn't rely on Jared to like be uh, faithful. So like, it, it's really. <laughs> It's really tough. He basically just said Jared's going to – Jared 100% is going to cheat on his wife. No, Jared's – if I'm this girl, Jared's going to cheat on me. And, like, there's absolutely no way that we're going to stay through the relationship without me hating him for staying in every night and just, like, eating Taco Bell. So, um, I'm, I don't – God, that's a tough one. If you're this girl, I guess you marry Pete. Uh, you marry Pete because he just seems like a better bet than Jared in the long term. But then you fuck Jared. Uh, and, you know, you, you enjoy that night. You have a good one night. He's not going to text you. Um, after that but like you enjoy that one night and then move on with your life or just significantly less what what you said i'm not going to text them after i just said i will okay but but it's gonna be like short and it's gonna be obvious that like it's over even if she picks me to marry i i'm anticipating getting murdered eventually like (laughs) me too i definitely have that fear i feel like you guys think your wife is gonna kill you oh yeah yes yes how many like crimes of passion are <laughs> my biggest fear? I mean, dude, I, someone just fucking said that they were gonna kill me. <laughs> That's the biggest like thing Someone's we've heard this podcast in a long time. Someone was actually gonna yeah. kill you. Someone, I mean, it's is it far fetched at this point? No, no. But then when you hear it, it gets really real. Like <laughs> we could just like dick around and say like ah oh, like yeah, I'm gonna murder you. This guy was gonna murder you. <laughs> you were gonna. He be- was gonna murder me. Yeah. I have legitimate plans to murder you, Steve. I wasn't Pete, joking Pete, about that. Pete, 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 if you think you're going to kill me before I kill you, <laughs> I mean, you got something coming to you. Let's put it that way. Winter weekend, yeah, buy your tickets. Oh, winter weekend. We should continuously be promoting that, by the way. Fuck. Now we have to get three separate rooms because we just literally talked about how we're all going to murder each other. Yeah, we can't. We can't stay in the same room. There's absolutely no way. But... Someone's dying at winter weekend, so you guys might want to see it. Um, by the way, we should definitely we do we need approval to do a podcast at Foxwoods? Can we just know. fucking do it? 
No, I, I, we probably need approval to like set up a fucking table in the convention room like wei was set up last year but i mean we at worst comes to worst we can record in our room or something <laughs> but i want like people to be there like i want like listeners to like be able to jump in like i want a fourth mic where we can have someone come on and like just shoot the shit for like two minutes that would be ideal i think that you might need to send a message or an email to somebody requesting that yeah i want like section 10 listener roulette where we have someone come awesome. on and instead of awesome. voicemails yeah like no voicemails just sit down with us ask us a question and we'll we'll discuss it and then kick your ass off the table yeah. <laughs> and then beat a punch like, in the that face. Would be sick. you can come on ask a question and then we will literally fight you <laughs> uh, this is such an aggressive show a lot of violence People getting hit by yeah, cars. I mean, Jared getting murder threats, m- killing Steve multiple times. Yeah, good time. I killed Steve too, like in a very, very violent way. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. But I didn't kill you, Pete. Thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. God. Um. <clears throat> you know what we should do? I just thought of this idea right now. What we should do is we're all gonna be unacceptedly drunk on Wednesday night, we should all leave a voicemail on the section 10. Wow. That's Jared. You have some awful ideas. That's the best idea you might've ever had. Yeah. We should all, if we can remember, I'm setting a reminder reminder right now. I'll do it right now. Set a a reminder for like two 15 (laughs) AM to send the the real high point of incriminating evidence at two 15 AM. (laughs) Yeah, uh, call in at about two fifteen and leave. Just, just vent. Just give your honest thoughts. Consider it a confessional. Where, where can the podcast go from here? How do we get better? What do you think about your co-hosts? Give your honest opinion on what you think about the people in the room here, and uh, maybe, maybe share a little story from from the night that was. Like, what were you up to? Who were you talking to? Who'd you hit with your car? Did you? Who did you hit with your car? Who hit you in the face with a bottle? Who gave? Who did you get money to to kill your friend? Yeah. What I would advise is that you guys leave voicemails of the scenarios you're going to get yourselves into on Wednesday night. Let us know what happened Wednesday night. Um, And yeah, make it just ideally just do something crazy because you might hear this before Wednesday night and then do something crazy Wednesday night and then call us about the crazy thing you did Wednesday night or some shit like that. Yeah, they should just like all the listeners should just call in drunk on Wednesday. Just leave drunk voicemails on Wednesday, please. Yes. And we'll just (laughs) we'll just be in the mix. Like we'll play a voicemail reel (laughs) at the end of the next podcast, episode 61. We'll just be in there. We'll be in. We'll be in the mix. (laughs) Voicemails from the Section 10 listeners on the next fucking show. That's what I want. People ask me what I want for Christmas. I'm like, I'm not materialistic. I don't need things. This is what I want. I want you guys to call in hammered on Wednesday. I agree. Please. This could be the best voicemail reel of all time. It could be. It's got potential. I mean, the idea has potential, but I mean, the callers, if they've A, got to remember, and B, they've got to want it bad enough. It's all about ambition. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But... All right, that's it, right? We got nothing else to fucking talk about? That is all for this week. Okay, 
Excellent. We want to say thanks to our producer, Steve Peralt, for producing. Good job, producer. Appreciate it. By the way, I yelled at Steve this week. I'm, I'm not I'm not sorry for it, but it, it gets results. You got to be – I don't consider myself Steve's boss. I'm Steve. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not. Thanks to our producer, Steve Peralt. You can check him out on Twitter. <laughs> at Steve underscore Peralt. Don't forget the underscore because that will take you to a different Steve Peralt, I'm assuming. Yeah, it does. He's a loser. So do the underscore, follow me, not that other clown that took the name before me. Okay, good. That's good. Uh, you can follow us. Us is in the show on Twitter, at Section10Pod. Uh, I yelled at Steve because he we post like the promotional hype videos for the podcast, and he put it on his account, and I told him to put it on the fucking oh, Section10 right. account. I, I, I didn't know what you were saying. You yelled at me. I thought you were just kind of making shit up. Um, yeah, well, I'll just post them on the Section 10 account now. But yeah, you, per usual, were more of a dick than you needed to be. Uh, and you could have just said, yeah. hey, hey, you know, moving forward, Steve, you know, hey, this is Jared, by the way. I'm just calling in. Uh, Long time listener. Anyway, really what you could do, you know, is just post them on the Section 10 account instead of doing it on your account. I'm just saying it's better for the product. And then uh, have a good day. Instead, you're like, listen, asshole. We need this on the Section 10 account and not your own. Um, so Jared being a himself, actually, being a dick. Yeah, I texted you and I said, Tweet the promo vids from the podcast handle so we can pin them during the week. And you said, yes, master. <laughs> and I said, suck a dick, Steve. And you said, going to pass there. And then I said, if you want to tweet it from your stupid account, then go ahead. But tweet it from both so we can pin it, you stupid idiot. And then you said, the polite way would be, hey, to build the podcast page, we should just post the promos from there from now on. Then I'd say, yeah, good call. We'll do. There you go. And then I said, or I can just say, hey, Steve, you dumb motherfucker. How about some goddamn videos on the fucking pod account, you jackass fuckface moron? And then you said, see, the thing with that, though, Jared, is it's very aggressive. We're trying to focus on bringing that aggressiveness down a bit. And I said, or you could suck my ass. And you said, see, the thing with that is I really don't want to do that. And then I didn't answer you. It was a great conversation. Yeah, I'm just trying to motivate. I'm just trying to bring up team morale. Um, you know, just overall trying to get more production out of the producer. That's all I'm saying. I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a self-motivator, so it's all good. You can take that off your to-do list, which is very short to begin with. All right. Just saying, like, I think that my tactics work. You know, I think that the way I talk to you is... Um, gets results you know it gets results if it helps you sleep and that's what we want Excellent. uh you can follow pete at pete blackburn um while there you can unfollow him on that account as well <laughs> the twitter function is is the same if you click the button to follow if you click that same button it will also unfollow his account uh so you you can find that at pete blackburn <clears throat> um the archive for the Section 10 podcast can be found at section10podcast.com. All 60 episodes plus the fucking Section Steve show is. It's the Section, <laughs> that's what you should hey, do. Hey, hey, hey. It's the Section hey. Steve podcast. Have some respect. Like, you should just stop calling them Section 10 shorts and just call it Section Steve. Like, that's, like, that's might, what they are now. It might happen. I might have you as a guest. You should have me as a guest on the Section Steve show. I would, lo- I would like that a lot. <laughs> If I interviewed you on the Section Steve podcast. Yeah. Like if you ever want to have me on the Section Steve podcast, um, <laughs> I would love to be a guest. I would love to do it. Yeah, no, I think we it got some people lined up, so I'll have my people get back to you. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't mind waiting in line. It's fine. I understand. It's uh, high demand to get on the Section Steve podcast. It is. Anyways, subscribe on iTunes. I like Steve's idea of when – so every every episode, 
We ask you to subscribe on iTunes and rate the show. It's pretty obvious that that's at this point that if you subscribe on iTunes, that just means that you get the podcast the second that it comes out. You don't have to wait for my stupid ass to blog it on Barstool. Um, ratings obviously help us grow the show. It comes up better for people that are trying to find a Red Sox podcast. So the best ratings, and we don't, we're not asking you to go in there and kiss our asses. We'd actually like to laugh at the ratings that you give us, but make sure it's five stars. Cause if it's not, then it's not, it's not a rating because this is a five-star podcast. Say, Hey Pete, <laughs> I'm going to murder both of you. Pete was just doing a really good mannequin challenge for the last yeah, 10 good minutes. Job. Good job. You did it. You nailed it. Thanks. You nailed it, man. I I've seen a lot, but that was a good one. That was a good Play one, some, man. That was a good one. Black Beatles over this shit. Yeah. Good job. Anyways, uh, check out our sponsor, Sock Signatures, at SockSignatures.com. You can use the promo code Section 10 to get 10% off of your first order. Black Friday, Sock Signatures has over 100 items with prices slashed up to 90%. 90%. Then Cyber Monday is 25% off all regular, regular price. <laughs> Priced items in the 25 deals of Christmas, which has 25 items at 50 to 75% off. So you can get in on all those deals at socksignatures.com. Also, if you use the promo code section 10, you get 10% off your first order. So that's that's a lot of saving. I mean, if you know a Red Sox fan, what the fuck are you doing? Socksignatures.com. What are you doing? All right, any uh, any last words, you two dipshits? Actually, I might get murdered on Wednesday, so this 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 might be it for me. All but, right, uh, Steve if it is, taking over. it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. I enjoyed this. We had a good run. Um, please don't continue the show if I die. Well, I, if, I, if like you if you die, Pete's gonna kill me, and he's gonna be the only one left. Definitely not continuing yeah, the show. Pete will be That's the sole survivor. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. Bye. You stripped your love down to the wire. By shining cold alone outside You stripped it right down to the wire But I see you behind those tired eyes Now as you wade through the shadows That live in your heart You'll find the light that leads home Cause I see you for you And your beautiful scars Take my hand, don't let go Does it's not the hope in your heart and sometimes you lose and sometimes you're shooting broken arrows in the dark but I I see the hope in your heart I would like you to discuss to discuss couch by couch West. Just let's see how many fingers so much you butts. What? 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 How many fingers you fed your butt? Oh, at least five, at least, at least. All right, uh, easy day. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
That's a fan question. How many hey, uh, guys just want to know? That's the off season. Not a lot of content. How many fingers can you get in your butt? Anyway, I'll I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> First time, long time. How many fingers can you fit in your butt? All right, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks. First time, long time. Uh-huh. I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Little stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. Don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. I heard you got a new man. I see you taking the pic. Then you post it up, thinking that it's making me sick. I see you calling, I be making the quick. I'ma answer that shit like I don't fuck with you, bitch. I got no feelings to go. I swear I had it up to here. I got.